Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Apostle E.A. Ajay. Apostle E.A. Ajay is the founder and pastor of Devotional Light Church. He is also the founder of the Jesus the Answer campaign and an author of several best-selling books. Devotional Light Church is a vibrant church with people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to E.A. Ajay. Today my sermon is very simple and short and it can be found in Luke chapter 15 verse 11. It's about the prodigal son. The prodigal son. I'm sure many of you have read it, you have heard it, you know what it's about. But I just want us to learn something from it. We're just going to learn something from the whole story. Not the whole, but a huge part of the story and understand certain things and also to compare it to our lives and what that means to us and to reflect on it. So can Sister Dora read Luke chapter 15 verse 11 down? Mm -hmm. Amen. Luke chapter 15 verse 11. And he said, a certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country, and there wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land, and he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would faint, have filled his belly with the husks that the swine did eat, and no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my father's have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger? I will arise and go to my father, and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight and am no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to his servants, Bring forth the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet and bring hither the fatted calf and kill it and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead, and he is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. What Amen. an amazing story. Amen. I've read this story over and over, and mm. I've reflected several times. And it's really nice. Many people will, will relate it to backsliding someone who has backslided and come back and all that. Yes, that's the main point. But today, I just want us to take it very gently. So let's, let's just, just, we are chatting. We are just going to have a very intimate chat and just talk about the story. So two people are born from one person. The same womb, I believe. It didn't talk about the mother, but I believe they were the same, from the same mother and the same father. And the Bible said that one of them decided that, oh, my family is so boring. In fact, they are too boring every day. We just go to the farm, mm. go and plant, and we just uh, come and be feeding the, uh, whatever the animals and be doing this and be doing that. And once in a while, we have some festivals and, and all that. There's no disco. I've been watching my Snapchat. I've been looking at my, my Instagrams, and people are chilling there. People are doing all sorts. They are having wild parties. They are having numerous girlfriends and boyfriends. They are going here. Big weddings and stuff are going on, and I am here in a very boring uh, atmosphere. Very boring. And just, you know, there was nothing fun. I believe, the Bible didn't say that, beloved. No, the Bible didn't say all these things I'm saying. Uh, we are just thinking. We are allowed to think and elaborate. So we are just thinking. We want to just understand the whole thing. Right. And the Bible says something that the younger one, the younger one decided. One day, all of a sudden, he just woke up. And you know, young people are prone to make really, really bad decisions. Excuse me to use these foolish decisions, you know. 
you know, uh, regarding their lives because they haven't got much experience. I'm young also, so I haven't got much experience. Mm. I'm prone to doing all that. So not, I'm not saying that old people don't make bad decisions as well. We all do. But when you're young, because you haven't had much experience, and sometimes when you look at things that are going on, you feel like, oh, you've lost that. Even some old people see things that are going on, and they're like, oh, when I was young, I wasn't able to do this. I feel like I've, I've lost out or something. I don't know why we think that, but anyway, people think about those things. But this guy, two people from the same womb, one is totally different from the other one. One is thinking these people are boring. And he's thinking, I need to go away. I need to move away from this whole boring atmosphere, this whole boring situation, and have a life. I believe that's maybe that's what he said. They don't have a life. My father doesn't have a life. My brother doesn't have a life. I need a life. And he decides to go to his father and say, Father, give me my portion. Give me what... Maybe he'll say, give me what I've worked for. I don't know. My inheritance, exactly. That I want to go. I want to travel. I want to see Dubai. I want to see... Well, thank you. I want to see uh, uh, Turkey. I want to go to Turkey. I want to go to Ghana. Many people want to go to Ghana anyway. So I want to go to Ghana. I want to see here. I want to do this. I want to do that. Go skiing. You know, go dancing. I don't think he said that to his father. Because the Bible says his father didn't say anything. When he said that, his father gave him everything straight away. But he wasn't thinking about one thing. He wasn't thinking about his future. He wasn't thinking about what the future held for him. He just decided, you know, I want something different. Which one of you have not sat down and said, oh, I want something different? And you know deep down in your heart that that different thing you say you want, you know it's negative. It's not like a person. It won't take you to a different... Okay, so this guy decides this. And let me tell you one story. There was these friends, and they always like to go out. They are always known to going out, clubbing, and all that. And one day they went out drinking, and they were going back. And they said they were all in the car, and they said to one the guy driving, actually, put some music on. Let's jam because we are happy. The, the, the alcohol is working. The drugs are working. So put some music on. And they went into the the, uh, the player thing in the car, trying to find a CD, and the guy so the driver so check in my bonnet, there's, there's some CDs that put there. So one guy took one of the CDs and put it in the music thing to play. And guess what was playing? It was preaching. Some powerful preaching was going on. And the guys were like, ah, but you, we go out chilling with you, and look at what you're listening to. And the guy said, Charlie, we have to secure our future. Nobody knows tomorrow. We all need to secure our future. We'll go out chilling. But that guy, knew, had plans for his future, even though he was fooling around. But he had plans. He was also feeding himself with something else. I'm not saying it's right, no. I'm not saying you can do this and do that at the same time. But at least he was aware of the future. And he made plans for his future. Amen. But this guy decides to just leave. Decides to just move away from the father's love. Mm. Move away from his family and go away. And when he asked for his inheritance, what he was giving unto him, he was young, he was naive, he didn't even know what he was doing. One thing we must realize that whenever we ask God for something, he will always he will give it to us. God sometimes gives us things that we pray for. The thing might not be his will for us. But as long as maybe it's not a bad thing, he will give it to us. Sometimes maybe he give it to us for us to get certain experiences, to realize that, you know, we need him. And God doesn't force us at all. He never forces us. He has given us our will, the will to choose. Just imagine Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. God gave them everything, beloved. He gave them everything you can imagine. He said, just one tree. One out of the thousands of trees in this beautiful garden. Adam and Eve, do not touch this tree. One. In fact, let's think about it. Are they not selfish? I mean, you have everything. I mean, 90%. I can even say that that one tree was a one point dots of you know of everything you had in the garden and they decide to eat that tree oh look at what it has caused and someone would think and say but did god not know and god left that tree in the garden god have you know but i believe that god intentionally left it so that man would choose we choose the right one. Man would decide that I have decided to love God regardless of everything that is around, of everything that he has made available. 
But man decided it is not enough. Mm. You know, I'm sure God could have protected it as when they ate the tree and now he has protected the tree. He could have done that. But he wanted to show man something. That he has given us the will to choose. He doesn't want to force that. It is so difficult when you're forcing someone to love you, beloved. How would you feel when you're forcing someone to love you? You know very well that this person surely doesn't want to be with you. But you're forcing it. You're doing all that you want to do just for that person to be with you. So I believe that God wanted a pure love. A willingness. Mm, someone amen. who had a willingness to love him. Amen. Regardless of anything. Amen. Even though he has blessed them. So I still can't understand. How can you leave that 99 and go for that one? That one. That one is the night, leaving the night and going for that one is only meant for a, a salvation. That Jesus went exactly for the lost sheep. So why did Adam and Eve decide to do that? Anyway, we leave that. I'm sure we can ask them whenever we see them. Mm. Whenever we see them. I, I'm going to ask them. I need to find out why. Why mm. they decided. Everything was so beautiful. Mm. You know. So back yeah. to our, anyway, this is just, I told you, it's a very short message. <laughs> so we are still learning. I hope you've got something from the beginning, from what I've said. So let's go on. This younger person decided to leave. So now we just want to understand this person. We want to understand why he wanted to leave. Why he decided to leave. Why he so badly wanted to leave the presence of the father. Mm. But his father didn't force him to stay. Mm. His father didn't beg him to stay. Yeah. His father didn't curse him. Yes. He just gave it to him and said, you can go. I don't know if he blessed him, but it doesn't say in the Bible. Mm. I'm sure he just left. It would be sad. For one day, my children would just come as young as 13 years and say, Mommy, I just want to go away. Mm. I, I don't know the kind of love that father had to let the child go like that. Mm. But for me, I'm sure I would lock the door. <laughs> I'll even take all your clothes and pack them somewhere and not allow you because I, I, I would think I, what are you going out there to do you're too young you haven't got much experience mm. and what is out there that you cannot find here look at all the things mm. I have all the things that we, you have available to you mm. and you just want to take them and go away mm. but yes indeed he said he wanted to go he decided to go to a far country read the 13 again the same, you keep on, keep um, the Luke 15. We'll be, we'll be going back and forth. Amen. So the 13 said he went to a far country. Mm -hmm. Can you yeah. read the 13 for us, please? And not many days after, the younger son gathered together and took his journey into a far country and there wasted his substance with righteous living. Wow. Amen. Read Ephesians chapter 2, verse 13. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 13. He said he went to a far country. Amen. And he wasted his, 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 what he had Amen. with what? Ephesians, righteous living. Mm. Ephesians 2.13. Ephesians chapter 2.13. But now in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were far off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Many at times we go far from God by the things we do, by the way we think. It draws us so far away. But Ephesians yeah. is saying something that... It says, now in Christ, you who were once far away. So this guy left far away, mm. out of the presence of the Father, that the Father would not see. But our God sees all. He sees everything that we do. So this guy went far. So most of the time, we go far away from the love of God. Yeah. We go far away from the presence of God. Even some move from their spiritual fathers. So we are relating this to every aspect of our lives. It might be a spiritual father. It might be God Almighty. It might be your father who had actually given birth to you. Whoever you relate to as a father. Mm. So this guy moved far away. But the Bible says that through Christ we were brought what? Near. So when this guy was going he had no intention. No intention of coming back. Nothing at all. Mm. He just thought that he was just going. Mm. And all of a sudden it says that his problems began. Yeah. The moment his relationship changed with his father, wow. the moment he drew away from his father, what happened to him? Everything began to go differently. He was enjoying life, not thinking that there is something called something that happens in life that has not been planned 
Something that you never know that will happen. Why do many people take insurance? Because they, they have the mindset that things can happen. Yeah. Anything can change. Yeah. We never know what will happen. Yes. But many people don't go for insurance or don't go, don't go for anything. Mm. You know, I remember when Apostle was talking about uh, when our things got bent and we went in there. I mean, who would have thought that a whole storage will bend down? Yeah. So you wouldn't even think that, oh, let me take the biggest insurance. Ah, we see storages all around, but it's not like it's something that you even cross your mind to yeah. think that, oh, this storage will bend down in the next day. So you yeah. think the minimum insurance that you can mm. even get. And I remember most of the people that got their staff bent were also saying how they also took the minimum insurance mm. was the last thing. But thousands and thousands of things were lost out there. But well, it is, it, it, it's, it's not planned. We never thought this would happen. So this guy also never thought that something could happen to him when he left his father. He just wanted his independence. He wanted to be independent from the father. Sometimes we decide that, oh, we want something different. We want our independence from God. Why do you want independence from God? So the moment you begin to have all these thoughts, begin to think that, oh, you want to be far from the Father, far from God, far from whatever, your motive, your reason is the most important thing. You think, you sit down, you think, oh, why do I want to be away from my Father? Why do I want to be away from this great relationship that I've got? Many nations that have even gained independence, what has happened to them? It hasn't helped them. And let's just think of a, a pregnant woman and the baby decides that I want my independence. I am tired in there. Why is it that this place is so dark? Why is it that I have to follow you everywhere you go? I'm there. In fact, I'm even the first person that sees the door because the, the baby is at the front, isn't it? Why is it that I have to dance to whatever? I have to eat whatever you want to do. You, want, you, you, you are eating. I want my independence. I want to come out and have my independence. What happens to such a baby? Hmm. That des desires its independence quickly, yeah. early. I yeah. mean, you have it. You will have it. But as early, if you have it not at the right time, something happens. Mm. All these babies go into what? They go to Niku. They call it, I think in my country, they call it Niku. <laughs> Yeah, and it's not a good thing. Mm. So this guy wanted his independence. He decided that he wanted to be so far away yeah. from that, from his father. Hallelujah. Amen. So when we read the story further, when he came back, there were two words that was used for him. Two words were used for him. That is lost and dead. Yeah. Lost and dead. Why? Because he decided to leave the relationship of his father. He decided mm -hmm. to go away, not knowing what was going to happen. Yeah. So if these two words are used for you, beloved, when you leave the presence of God, when you leave the protection of God, when you leave the love of God, the security of God, the provision of mm -hmm. God, yeah. and he didn't even invest mm -hmm. in what he had. You, you, one might be in a ministry and decide, oh, I want to have... I want to be independent. You want to go away. You need the protection of your father. Amen. You need the security of your father. At least you know that my father is there. Mm. He is always there that whatever happens out there, if I'm in my own ministry, I have him to turn back to. But this guy did not secure that relationship. He did not secure it. He decided to just go. So it's so important that we learn to not cut unnecessary ties. Amen. We don't cut ties that are so important. Amen. People that have been a blessing. I don't think he ever lacked yes. when he was, was his, he was with his father. Because he doesn't say he was lacking. That he would say, oh, he would decide to just take his inheritance and mm. go away. Mm, mm. He wasn't lacking. No. And he, I'm sure he was also thinking that my father is not going to die anytime soon. So I might as well take everything mm. I have and go and enjoy it. He wasn't ready. He didn't want to wait. Beloved. Young people, this goes so much for you too, that you must learn to be patient and to wait. Amen. Everything will work out for your good and everything will, as God has planned, always works out for your good. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So when you cut yourself Hallelujah. off, you are dead. When the, when the, when the father used the word dead, let's read the, the verse 24. Just jump the 15, just jump to the 24. 15, 24. Yeah. For this is my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found, and they began to be merry. Amen. Amen. It says, This my son was lost and is found. He was dead. Mm. It means there was no life. When you cut yourself wow. off from your sources, you are cut off from all sources of life. So it is not necessary to cut off from your all sources of life. It is not, beloved. Mm. 
So now we notice that his father did not curse him. No. When he wanted to leave, his father did not curse him. His father just was very faithful. His father just decided to give him everything that he, he asked for. And yes. God loves us when we ask for something. He always gives it to us. He's a very faithful God. Even though we, many times, we are so unfaithful. Yes. This, we will say that this guy was very unfaithful. Mm. But God was always faithful. Mm. Let's read. There's a verse that says, even though we remain unfaithful, God is always faithful. It's 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse, 20, verse 13. 2 Timothy 2, 13. It says that even though we are unfaithful, God remains faithful. Amen. So many times we do so many things that shows our unfaithfulness to God. Amen. But he's always faithful. The father was faithful. The father was there. Amen. Second Timothy 2 verse 13. Yeah. If we believe not, yet he abideth faithful, he cannot deny himself. Amen. Amen. He said he cannot deny himself. He cannot deny himself. He's always faithful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we're going back Amen. to our story again. We are reading the verse 14 to 16. 14 to 16. 14 to 16. That is when everything began to change for this guy. Amen. Everything changed. Things that he didn't plan. The tsunamis began to come in. Hmm. The famine coming. You can read it now. Luke 14, uh, 15, 14 to 16. Yeah. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land, and he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husks that the swine did eat, and no man gave unto him. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. He says, no man, when the famine came, he decided to join himself with what? With a citizen of that land. Mm -hmm. He forgot to say, oh, let me go back to my father. Mm -hmm. Because he didn't, he, I don't think it was the last thing that came on his mind. It was the last thing that he would even remember. Mm -hmm. He decided to join himself to what? A, a citizen of the land. So many people, sometimes we think we have time to repent. I remember one day in Jesus' Dancer campaign, I think two, two weeks ago or three weeks ago, this man came and I was talking to him and he said, Oh, he's waiting for, he said he's waiting for, uh, I think either the 66 or something, before he repents. He's waiting for the one world uh, system, before he, he knows, he's aware that he has to change his ways. I said, my brother, there is no time. You mm. don't know what you meet out there. This guy didn't know what he'll meet out there. He didn't, he, what, he didn't even come into his mind, he didn't even cross his mind. This guy said, no, he's waiting. He's, in fact, he's aware he needs to change. He's aware he needs to stop the yeah. drugs. Yeah. They're smoking, but no, yeah. he's waiting. He's waiting. I said, so what if when you get out there and then something happens? I might die now. You might also die now. He said, no, 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 my sister. I will come to you when the day comes. And then I will repent. And then you lead wow. me to cry. I said all I can say, but he said, no, mm -hmm. he's waiting. Wow. And I also remember one person that I know that was living a very sinful life, was married, was living an adulteress. And I spoke to him and I said, my dear brother, we have no time. I don't know what you're doing. Whatever you're doing, I'm not talking about how it's affecting your wife or whoever. But it is your soul I am worried about. Mm. No one knows tomorrow. Are you sure you're guaranteed tomorrow you sleep and wake up tomorrow and that you make it to heaven in this state that you're living in? Forget about what you're doing to your wife. But repent. He said, oh, God's grace is sufficient. Wow. When I go on my knees and I ask for forgiveness, he will forgive me, mm. beloved. It is not like that. No. Maybe this guy, this prodigal son, God had mercy on him. He had time to go back. Yes. But do we have time to come back? Do we have time to, to go back to God and say, Father, I have sinned. Father, forgive me. Father, forgive me for what you asked me to do. I wasn't able to do. I didn't do it. I was procrastinating. I put that aside. I was seeking first my kingdom and not your kingdom. I was doing my own thing. I was building my houses. I was looking after my family. I left your work aside. I left the work you gave unto me. The souls that wow. are perishing there. Lord, I have no time. You know, I am so busy. Let me find this money because I need the money to come and do your job. Father, we need money to to do that so let me do this full-time work let me just work this full-time but beloved one thing you don't know 
The Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and Amen. its righteousness. Amen. And all other things, shall be added. everything shall be added unto you. Amen. The money we are looking for to build a church, he will give unto us. He knows all things. Amen. He knows why he has called us. He knows why he has given us this burden, beloved. Yes. Today we are just talking. I told you we are just chatting. <laughs> so, the, uh, 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 Pastor, excuse us for any formalities, please. Today we just want, we're just reading the, the prodigal son, the parable of the prodigal son. We are just uh, downloading it and trying to find out what that means and we are relating it onto our lives. Hallelujah. Amen. You guys are looking at me too much, please. I told you, you you're too intimidating. Holy Spirit, help them and help me. Uh, they are look at too intimidating, but today I am very comfortable. I am very comfortable. Hallelujah. So do we have time to say, Father, we are sorry. Are we guaranteed today? Are we guaranteed tomorrow? Things might change. This guy didn't know everything would change when he took all the things that he had from his father. When he said, Father, give me my, my inheritance. I want to go away from your boring life. I want to go to Dubai. I want to chill with my friends. You guys are too boring. Every day church, every day church, every day we are going. If it's not prayer meeting, if it's Bible studies, if it's not Bible studies, it is Jesus that has a campaign. If it's not Jesus that... I hope you guys are not saying the same thing, my children. Don't say that. For this is a blessing. Amen. It is a blessing to serve the Lord. Amen. It is not boring at all. In fact, it is the most amazing experience ever. Amen. But this young guy didn't know. He didn't know what was waiting for him. The famine. And the Bible says he joined himself with a citizen of the country. Feeding sheep and eating what the... I mean feeding pigs. And eating what the pigs were eating. How downgrading. But our father had it all. His father had everything. More than enough. What did he lack? He didn't lack anything. He didn't, even, he didn't need to lack anything. It is really sad. So now the root of all his problems is connected to his disconnection from his father. When he was in trouble, he went to join himself with what? A citizen of the country. He forgot to go back to his father. Go back to the root of his problem and make it right. Let's read something in Psalm 107, 108, sorry, 108 verse 12. Psalm 108 verse 12. He decided to depend on man and not on his father. Yeah. When you wanted everything, you asked for your father, and your father gave you everything. Your father gave you all the gold, mm. all the jewelry you wanted, all the inheritance. Mm. And when he was in trouble, he forgot that his father had more than enough. Yes. Amen. But he went to join himself with another man. Yeah. Thinking man could help him. Can you read it for us, please? Yep. Psalm 108, verse 12. Yes. Give us help from trouble, for vain is the help of man. Amen. Hallelujah. It says, vain is the help of man. Yeah. Why would you depend on man? Mm. Can man help you? No. But when he needed help to go and enjoy his life, when he needed the money to go and enjoy his foolish life, excuse me to say, his father gave it to him. Mm. Read again Psalm 146 verse 3, please. Psalm 146 verse 3. We are learning a few lessons here. Dear, we are learning not to depend on man. It doesn't Amen. matter what troubles we are in. Amen. It doesn't matter what we face. Amen. Let us not depend on man. Amen. Don't depend on the help of man. Put all your trust in God. Amen. Please, can you read it? Psalm 146, verse 3. Put not your trust in princes, nor in the Son of Man, in whom there is no help. Amen. Amen. It says, put not your trust in princes, nor in the Son of Man. In him, there is no help. Man cannot help us. Yes. Man true. cannot help us. We've all been left, 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 let down in so many ways, I'm sure. Is anybody here who has not been let down? You can raise up your hand and we'll pray for you. <laughs> Father, we pray for her. Give her that experience so that she'll learn to put her trust in. <laughs> Hallelujah. Even the children didn't raise their hand up. So you guys have all been let down before. Hey, Ronel, you've been let down before. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't blame her, because yesterday she was complaining that one, one of her sisters will always say, you are my best friend. I need you to come and come, you can come and sleep in my bed today. Yesterday she was saying, you every day you say I should come and sleep in your bed. And you never let me sleep in your bed. She has been let down. 
So she's got that experience. Hallelujah. <laughs> so the Bible said we shouldn't put our oh. trust in the Son of Man, mm. and He will let us down. But this guy forgot his father, forgot yeah. all the riches he had left behind, and decided to go and join himself to a citizen of that country, put his trust in man. And what did man do for him? Man joined him with pigs. <laughs> Even degraded him. That's true. Such a shame. Such a shame. I'm sure in his father's house, because he was the youngest, like, they really, you know, they, they, they spoiled him exactly. Just as I, I was spoiled. I'm the young one. Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm very spoiled. You let me call my brother and tell him, I want money. He will send me money right now. I'm very spoiled. Yes. Hallelujah. Don't mind me. Mm -hmm. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. But the Bible says that we shouldn't put our trust in man. No. And now God is like the father in this story. Most of the time he doesn't force us. No. He doesn't impose. He doesn't, he, he, he doesn't burden us. He has given us so much will. So much power. So much freedom. A man is channel, channeling all this freedom and all this power into a different, different measure. Yeah. God let this guy go. I, I'm just using God as the man in the, in the story. Mm. He gave him everything. Yes. He didn't force him that I'm forcing you to be with me. Yeah. I'm forcing you to love me. Oh. I want you to, cho to choose. Mm. Choose between life. Choose between my love Amen. Amen. and that of the world. And he decided to go away, not knowing that all these were going to happen to him. All these things were going to come, the yeah. famine. Yeah. So what if he had died? Have we thought of that? Hmm. It would have been a shame. Yeah. What if he had just, the pigs had killed him or the food he was eating from the pigs, he had been poisoned and he wasn't able to go back to the father and ask for forgiveness. And, and it's just a shame. I heard a great man of God speak something. He said one day he was going to play golf. And he saw a man that he plays the golf with. And he said to the man, Repent, for God loves you. So come to Jesus. And the man got angry. The man was furious that who do you think you are? When did you give your life to Christ? I'm sure many people will say that to me. When did you become a pastor? And you're telling us to repent. Please, you just came yesterday. Oh, I know, I've heard it many times. But I don't care, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It is he who finishes the race. Amen. That is most important. It's Amen. not how long you have been in the race or anything. Yes. And this man was so angry. And the man, and the man was like, you don't, if you don't keep quiet, I'll beat you. And the man said, the, the man of God said, the man he asked, the man was insulting him. And the man said, me, my country, me, my lineage, my tribe, we beat people. And that, oh, I know that tribe. Hey, they are very wild. Mm. Pastor, you know that tribe. Hey, no, not their shanties. You want me to say it? Pastor, should I say it? They are the guns. <laughs> hey, they are wild. <laughs> they can beat you. He said, me, I can beat you. And the man was quiet. He said, hey, what trouble. He kept quiet. So another time he went to play golf again and he saw that the moment he saw that he was trying to run away from the man and he had no choice that to come face to face. He came face to face with the man and then he said, oh, uh, happy new year. And he left. And a few days later he was there and he had a phone call that this man was so sick and this man wanted to see him. And he said he won't go. Hey, he remembered the beating the man said you beat. He said, I'm not going. This man will beat me. And they called him again. They said, please, the man needs to see you. He's dying. So he was just talking with his people about, oh, if he should go or not. Mm. And then a phone call came that the man has died. What a shame. That opportunity he had yeah. to receive Christ mm. and to change his life, he didn't take it. And I believe the man of God was also very sad because he didn't get to go. You know, the man called him and he wasn't able to go and listen or to hear whatever the man, I believe he wanted to ask God for forgiveness or, or receive Christ Jesus as his Lord. I pray he did, but it is a shame, beloved. I'm just saying all yeah. these things to tell us that we don't have the time. We will read the story and think that, oh, because of the prodigal son, he had the time to go back to the father to repent of his sins, yeah. but we might not have the time. Yes. 
time is not on our side. Many things are happening. Too many things are happening on this earth that we can all know and see that they are the end times. We need to change our ways. It might not be you fornicating. It might not be you stealing. But remember the Bible says every wrongdoing is a sin. Children, even if your parents send you and you don't go, you know the right thing and you don't do it. It is a sin. It's for everyone. It's for me. It's for each and every one of us. Every wrongdoing is a sin. And when you read the Bible, the Bible tells you that seven sins God detests the most. Yeah. You'll be amazed. Mm. You'll be amazed. Yeah. Backbiting, gossiping, mm. dissension. Mm. These things, we don't see it as sin. We are seeing those that are fornicating as they are the sinners. They are the worst people on earth. Oh, the thieves are the worst people. On earth. But no, all these little things, backbiting, speaking against people, you know, gossiping, wow. all those things are sins that he hates. He yes. said it is in the Bible. Yeah. He said he hates. In fact, let's read it. I need to find it. Apostle, if you can help us, we'll be very great. I'll find it. Apostle has showed me how to find it, so I'll find it. Amen. Amen. Give me time. Are we there? Yeah. You guys are too quiet. Amen. You're giving me the intimidation. Stay again. Okay. Proverbs 6, yeah. 16, 16 to 19. 19. Amen. Proverbs 6, 16, 16 to 19. 19. These yes. six things doth the Lord hate. Yea, seven are an abomination unto him. A proud look, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood. Hmm. A heart that deviseth wicked imaginations, feet that be swift in running to mischief, a false witness that speaketh lies, and he that soweth discord among brethren. Amen. Wow. So you yeah. see, he says these sins he hates mm. the most. So there are sins and there are sins. Though. Yeah. There are certain sins and there are certain sins. God hates certain sins. Yes. A tongue that lies, a heart yeah. that devises evil. People that think evil of people. And you're lying. Wow. Somebody say wow. Wow. Hallelujah. Mm. Amen. Amen. Now where was I? Let me find where I was, please. We are, we are going, don't worry. I told you it's a very short message. Amen. Amen. So people, we don't have time. No. Whatever we need to do to help the kingdom of God, we have to do, on, do it now. We have to be on it now. We have to do it now. The grace of God is sufficient. Remember, I remember very well when Apostle was ordained as a pastor. And he, he was in Ghana, I was here, and he called me. He said, Joyce, it is done. Hmm. I started crying. Hmm. I cried and cried and cried. I didn't know what to do out of nowhere. What has this man brought? Eh? We are sitting somewhere quietly <laughs> with our very quiet life, going to church Sunday morning every day. We, go, we, ah, we even went to, a, we had a fellowship as well. We go and pray. Very <laughs> nice, happy. All of a sudden, this man says that he, he has to be a pastor. God says he should be a pastor. Hey! Wow. What, how? I have no pastor friend. Who am I? I mean, how? Oh, oh, someone will say, all of Sephardim. How are we going to do this? I cried. Oh. I, said, I, said, I said, I remember I said his middle name. I said, Ajete, what would I do? How will I do this? He said, Edus, God will help us. And I remember Amen. when he came. The moment he came, there was a conference at Melton Kings. It was for three days and we booked it and we went by Bishop Dark Heward Mills. Wow. And we went and we sat at the front and the man spoke. It was from morning, six o'clock in the morning, mm. all the way till 10 in the evening. Mm. The whole day. I've never been to a con even Chester, if it's more than 12 or 3 hours. I'm tired. But I didn't feel any tiredness. My first time, yeah. the whole day, there was no tiredness. Mm. I got all the answers I wanted. I don't know how. But wow. I was relieved, yeah. I was liberated, I was emptied of all the worries, of all the fears, yes. of all the, the questions I had. I had so many questions. Yeah. I don't even, I didn't want to ask him because I don't think he also knew how to answer my question. But it was also new to him. 
Yeah. But I got all the answers. Amen. And I believe God gave me a certain grace. And I said to myself, I will take each day as it comes. Amen. When he takes the step, he's not God. But because he's the leader, I'll watch him, whatever you, you do. I'll look in the word. Is it right that he's doing it? Okay, then I'll follow. Hmm. It is true. Because if I look onto man, when we read, it says we should not put our trust in what? In man. Not in the princess of in man, but in God Almighty. And I took each day as it came. I decided, I said to myself, Joyce, now you have to change. I spoke to myself. I was speaking to myself. Amen. I didn't really understand the power of my mind. I'm telling you my, my life story. Amen. In fact, the preaching has changed, I think. <laughs> but we'll come back. Because I just want us to understand something. Amen. Many people have been called. Many people, you might not be called as a, a pastor, or, but we've all been called to work for God. Amen. It might be a, a cleaner. It might be... I mean, you don't know. There's many gifts. There's gifts of helps. There's gifts of administration. Yes. There's many things that yes. God has given and the Holy Spirit has given unto us that we can help to help with the body of Christ. Mm. And the more... One thing I've learned that the more you work for God, the more happy and peaceful you are. And your mm. life goes on. You're seeking the kingdom of God. And all Amen. the joy is being added. All the money is being added. All the peace is being added. Oh, God is bringing great people in your lives. People that will not disturb the waters for you. People yes. that will not make you worried. People that will yes. help you Amen. to build your life, build your children. Everything is just flowing. It's like a river. It's all coming up. It's flowing peacefully and gently and going into the big sea. How amazing. I don't know how Amen. he does it. I can only tell you my experience. I have experienced people of God. We haven't been in the ministry for a long time. But I have experienced and I know I can testify the peace of God in working for God, in staying true and righteous Amen. to God. It Amen. is amazing how he does it. Hallelujah. Okay, so back to the story. Hey, you guys, your ears are itchy. You are enjoying my stories. Mm. Wow. Amen. I thank God for your lives. Mm. I really thank God for your lives. So let's read the verse 17 to 18, please. Back to the story, Luke 15. Our story is in Luke 15. So we are now at verse 17 Amen. to 18. Luke 15, verse 17 to 18. Yes. And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my father's have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger? I will arise and go to my father and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee. Amen. Amen. The Bible said when he came back to his senses. Yes. When you realize that, oh wow, yeah. I have a father who never fails. I have a God who never fails. I have a God who never fails. I have a God who never fails. Who never fails. Who never fails. Forevermore. He went back. Amen. Read Second Samuel chapter 12, verse 13. The Bible says that when he came back to his senses, he said, I am going back. Amen. He decided he had a repentant heart. Amen. How many of us have we had a repentant heart? Sometimes we sin and we go to our knees, we are praying, we say, Father, forgive us of our sins. Okay. Mm. But we don't sit down and reflect and repent. Repentance is what is repentance? It is a change Amen. of mind. A change. Amen. A change. The Bible says without repentance, there is no forgiveness no. of sin. Amen. There is no forgiveness. You can ask for forgiveness, but it is, I mean, he doesn't have to forgive you if you haven't changed your heart. I can kill now if I, God forgive me, I won't kill. But if I kill someone and I've not changed my mind, I've not repented, I won't do it again. Yeah. And ask for forgiveness. I can do it again because I haven't changed. That mindset is not changed. So please read the Second uh, Samuel uh, yeah, chapter 12, 12 verse 13. And David said unto Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. And Nathan said unto David, The Lord also hath put away thy sin. Thou shalt not die. Amen. Amen. So repentance is so important. Read Acts chapter 3 verse 19. is the most important when it comes to forgiveness of Amen. sins. We go to our knees, we pray, Father, forgive me of my sins. Amen. But we forget to say, Lord, I repent yes. of the things I have said, Amen. things I have thought of, things I have seen with my eyes, things I've even done with my body. That is a sin. Yes. I repent of it. But Amen. many of us go and then we just say, Father, forgive me of my sins. Oh, forgive me of all that I've done. Forgive me for speaking bad about this person. 
but have you repented? I'm sure God is looking at you. Have you repented? Mm. Have you really repented? Mm. Please read Amen. Acts for us. Acts uh, chapter 3 verse 19. Repent ye therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. Amen. Amen. It says we should repent, therefore, and our sins will be blotted out. So without repentance, there's no forgiveness of sins. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So when we read again our verse that we're reading, the, um, Luke 15, mm -hmm. let's read the 20. So this Amen. guy had a change of mind and he went back. Amen. Luke 15, chapter 20. 20. Um, verse 20. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. Wow. Amen. If you read Ephesians chapter 2 verse 13, it's telling us that our Savior's arms are open and they're ready to receive us. Amen. God is always ready to receive us. That doesn't mean that we should be there. Like that, that man I spoke to said, oh, that God's grace is sufficient. When he goes and asks for forgiveness of sin, God will forgive me. And I was telling him, what if you sleep and you don't wake up and you haven't got a chance to say, yes. Father, forgive me. Mm. You haven't got a chance to repent of your sin that mm. you're living in. Mm. So please read Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 2, chapter verse two, 13. Verse 13. But now in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were far off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. Amen. Oh, sorry, Ephesians 2. Is it Ephesians 2.13? Yes. That was a previous one. Oh, is that, that's Ephesians 2.13. Read it again, sorry. But now in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were far off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. And the blood of Jesus is the right verse, sorry. The blood of Jesus has been made available for us. This guy goes back mm. to his father and says, Father, I have sinned yeah, against amen. you. And I have sinned against God. Amen. Beloved, so what, what are some of the things we've learned? We've learned not to put our trust in man, mm -hmm. but to trust in God. Amen. We've learned to check our motives when things are not. When we realize, definitely one will realize that my relationship with God is not the same. We all know when we are moving away from God. Sometimes, oh, it's okay because I go to church, it's fine. Because maybe I pay my tithes, it's fine. It is not enough. It is not enough. God is not forcing us. He's not giving us pressure. He's only asking for us to love him. He's a love of God. He's a, he's a God that loves. He is love. His arms are open. He has given us the choice to choose. Mm. Let's choose wisely. When he went back, the Bible said that his father saw him from afar. Mm. Saw him from afar. Can you read the 21 verse 24? The yes. same Luke 15, Amen. 21 to 24. Verse 21 to 24. And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight, and I'm no more worthy to be called thy son. Mm -hmm. But the father said to his servants, Bring forth the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet. And bring hither the fatted calf and kill it, and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found, and they began to be merry. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. The Bible says when he went and he confessed, remember he confessed his sins. He confessed the things he said. He said, I have sinned against you. He had a repentant heart. And his father did. His father didn't even say, eh, you see when you, when you see that it didn't go well with you, now you have come back. The father didn't rebuke him. Mm. Why? Because he confessed his sins. He told the father what he had done. Amen. We go to God Almighty, we pray to him, we don't confess our sins. You think, oh, you've been in the house the whole day, you haven't spoken to anyone, so you might as well have not sinned. But if we open your heart to see the things you've thought of, the thoughts that have come into your head, oh, you'll be amazed. You'll be surprised. The Bible says there is none, none righteous among us. No one is righteous among us. But righteousness is through Christ, what? Jesus. Amen. So the father did, when he confesses, the father did not rebuke him. He rather ordered for the best robe hmm. put on him. A ring, sandals for his feet. So it means this guy was shattered. He didn't have any, I don't think he was even wearing proper clothes. Hmm. You know. So when we go to God and we confess our sins, he's ready to forgive us. First John chapter 1 verse 19 says, when we confess our sins, we don't need to read it. We don't need to read it. Say when we confess our sins, 
He is faithful and just Amen. to forgive us, beloved. So we've learned another thing here. Let's confess our sins and repent of our sins. It might be things you've thought of. It might be things you have done, seen, knowing or unknowingly. You never know. But it, there's no harm in saying it. Why do you confess something? Do you confess by actions? Do we confess by uh, gestures? Do we confess by thoughts? We confess with what? Our mouth. Our mouth. Amen. We say it to him. I know you say, oh God knows our heart. Indeed he knows our heart. And out of the abundance of the heart, that's what speaketh the mouth. Amen. So if you know that you're really sorry for the things you have done, you speak it out. Open your mouth and say it. Father, I didn't speak to my husband in the way I was meant to speak to. Also, Father, forgive me. Have mercy and forgive me for the way I spoke to him. For the way I even looked at Sister Madeline. Lord, it is a sin. Forgive me. You know, and by that our prayers will be heard. Our prayers will not be detestable to him. He will hear us and he will answer us. And so this guy was restored. Everything was given back unto him. He was given a new clothes, sandals, everything. So our God is a God of, of a God that restores. He says, all that the cankerworms have eaten, all that the locusts have eaten, doesn't matter how bad the situation is. It doesn't matter what you have been through. It doesn't matter how bad you were those days. If people tell you the kind of sins they have sinned and what they have done, yesterday when pastor charged me that whoever put, if you put your hand to the plow and you turn back, hey, hmm. So, it, I mean, God is a merciful God. Yes. You understand? So, it doesn't matter what you have done or how bad you think the situation is. Many people are stuck there thinking, that thing I've done is so bad, I cannot come back. I cannot go back to God. How is he going to forgive me for what I've done? Mm. He is ready to forgive and he's ready to restore. Read Joel chapter 2 verse 25. He says he will restore what the cankerworms and the locusts have eaten. He is a God that restores. Amen. Joel mm. chapter 2 verse 25. And I will restore to you the years that the locusts have eaten, the canker worm and the caterpillar and the palmer worm, my great army which I sent among you. Amen. Amen. If we even look at Job, what happened to Job? Look at how God restored him. And it was even a greater blessing than what he had before he lost all that he lost. Mm -hmm. So, beloved, let's be rest assured in the Lord and put our trust in the Lord. It doesn't matter how far we've gone. It doesn't matter what we have done. It doesn't matter what we are doing. God is there. He is ready. His arms are open. Mm -hmm. He is a father to those that believe. But he's a God to all. Amen. But he's a father to those who want to call him a father. Amen. Do you understand? So, please... And when he went and the, everything was done, the man said, What? Kill the fattest cow. And there was merrymaking. When a soul is one, there's merrymaking. When we come back to God, there's merrymaking. Let's read Luke chapter 16, verse 17. Luke 16, 17. Amen. Luke chapter 15, oh, 16, 7. Sorry, 16. 16, 7. 16, 7, yes. And then said he to another, and how much owest thou? And he said, a hundred measures of wheat. Oh no, sorry. Pardon 15. me, that's a wrong one. It's Luke 15, 10. Amen. Luke 15, 10. Yeah. Likewise I say unto you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repenteth. Hallelujah. Amen. There is joy, there's merrymaking. There is merrymaking, beloved. Amen. I told you my sermon is very short. The end. Hmm. <laughs> I've come to the end of my sermon so what have we learned what are we reflecting with what we have read in the prodigal son many will read it and think oh the guy when he left the father and he came back and he repented they are talking about repentance but there's so many little things in this story one, one thing that keeps it, keeps, just, it just keeps coming in my head that are not putting our trust in man not putting our trust in man in the son of man but in the Lord, we should put our trust in the Lord. The guy thought, oh, when I join myself with the citizen of that nation, at least I've spent my money with them. When I was going to the club, I was going with them. I was buying them drinks, buying them champagne. Maybe they will help me. But what did they do? They put him in the, in the pigs. Uh, he was feeding pigs. He forgot that when he needed to go and blow, his father was the one that gave him all that money. He forgot to go back to God. But then he came back to his senses. He repented. So we also learn about repentance, about having a repentant heart. 
about confessing our sins and going back to the roots and making it right. And we've also learned that whenever we are feeling that we are far from God, we should check our motive. Why am I far away from God? Why is it that when I come to church now, I don't sit at the front anymore, I'm always at the back. What am I doing that is so bad? That I can't come forward. Yeah. That I can't even come to the temple of God. Mm. That I'm always hiding. It feels like I'm hiding. I don't feel connected. We must sit down and think. Many will think and assume that, oh, maybe it's the people. The people are not right. Mm. But everybody is right. Everybody's gathered together. Only you have departed. Only you is sitting afar. What is your motive? What are we thinking of, beloved? This is a very simple short sermon I want to bring this morning just for us to reflect and see our relationship with God and then think and decide and pick up our mind that we will also love God regardless. As he has given us the will, we are to choose if we love God, if we want to walk with God or we want to walk away from God as Adam and Eve decided to eat that apple, which I am not happy, I am still thinking I've been how thousands of trees. In fact, there were pears, there were strawberries. I can see the juicy one, you know, those strawberries. I think that time the strawberry wasn't the bitter one. Mm. You know, there's some strawberries that are really sweet. All the, the fruits were sweet, too. All the fruits were very sweet. You won't get any bit. Even kiwi was nice, kiwi was very juicy. Even sugar. When you eat sugar, you won't get diabetes. When you eat this, you won't get any sickness. So they were just eating and enjoying. Imagine this guy decided that one tree, that one. I want that one. Hey, this guy has really destroyed our lives. But it is well. We thank God for Jesus. We thank God for the Savior. Amen. Beloved, I thank God. So this is the end of my sermon. I just want us to pray. If we just bow down our heads and put our hands on our hearts, beloved. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. We just put Thank our right Lord. hands on our chest. Amen. And just pray. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Today, today I have heard your word. I've heard your word. And I have come. And I have come. Humbly. Humbly. Before you. Before you. I repent, I repent of all my sins, of all my sins and, wrongdoings. and wrongdoings. I repent, I repent of, things of things that I've said, that I've, said, I've thought of, that, that I've seen, that I've done, knowing or unknowingly, willing or unwillingly. Have mercy and forgive me. I ask for forgiveness of sins for my children, for my partner, for my household by the blood of Jesus father wash me today and deliver me from the power of sin deliver me from the consequences of my sins grant me the grace the ability to walk away from sin help me to do the good that I want to do that I'm not able to do and deliver me from the bad I do not want to do that which I do oh merciful father have mercy today and heal us all in Jesus name father I thank you this afternoon I give you glory I give you honor lord we thank you for your great word that you have given unto us today I pray and I commit every heart before you the Bible says that the heart of the king is in the heart of a man is in the king's hands, and you channel it. The heart of a king is in your hands. Sorry, Lord, I commit every heart presented here before you, each and every one, even those that are online, and I ask the Lord channel it, Father, to Your will. Help us to walk and to lead a righteous life in total obedience to Your word, wherever we fail. Grant us the grace to rise up seven times as we fall. May we rise seven times, Lord. Lord, may your grace be sufficient. Pour forth more grace over us. We ask for more grace. For it's not by mind, nor by power. It will only be by the Holy Spirit. Beloved, it will be by the Holy Spirit. It will be by the anointing. By the Spirit of God that will lead us into all truth. Allow the Holy Spirit into your hearts. Allow him to teach you. Allow him to help you. Allow him to lead you. Do not fight with him. Do not contain with him. He is a gentleman. He doesn't force. He is so sweet. He comes 
He only helps you. He will help you. He will help you. He will help you, beloved. He is there. Let him in. Open your heart to him. Open your heart to him. Open your heart to him. Open up, people of God. Open up and receive him. Receive him fully. Fully. He's helped me. He keeps helping me. He can do it for you. He can do it for you. It's not hard. You're thinking it is hard. You're thinking it will be difficult. But God is telling you it is not difficult. It is not difficult. It is not difficult with him on your side. With the Holy Spirit that is your helper. All things will work out for your good. All things. Every other thing will work out for your good. He will be your helper. He will be your guider. He will be your protector. Follow his lead. Walk in his steps. Father, help us. Today we ask for your help, Lord. Jesus, you prayed for your people when you were leaving. We ask that today to have mercy and pray for us. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, for we know the time is near. We know it is almost time. Father, it can be time for us tomorrow. No one knows tomorrow, but we need your help, Holy Spirit. We need your help. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. Someone give the Lord a clap offering. Give the Lord a clap offering. We believe you have been blessed by the teachings of God's word. For audio CDs, videos, books, and other information, please visit our website on www.devotionallightchurch.com. God bless you.